Five years too late. Featuring Bakker, Logan, Matthew, and Zoe. Alright, alright, welcome to Five Years Too Late, an idea of five years in the making between four friends divided between three states and a little too late to the podcast game to really be anything substantial. Back in 2015, when there were only 180,000 active podcasts, getting into the podcast game seemed like a fun idea. That might have some legs. Five years later, the number is now over 900,000 podcasts, and me and three friends thought, what a perfect time to get into this idea that we had five years ago. So, here's the premise of our podcast. We are going to just talk about random things, okay? We're going to enjoy some laughs, get caught up in one another's lives, but then have a subject that we're going to really dissect. Who are these four people? We have an artist, an entrepreneur, a teacher, and a car damage adjust adjustment person. I don't know. He can explain his stupid job when he comes on. Uh, but we all have unique perspectives on various topics and life. Every show is going to be hosted by a different member, and each member uh, is going to choose a topic the other three will debate. After the debate, we'll have a lightning round of questions and the host of the podcast will determine a winner. So who are these people that are going to be talking about these random things? I, myself, I'm Bacher. I am a 34-year-old, really ruggedly handsome man who teaches fifth graders. Stop laughing, bro. And you haven't been introduced yet. Shut up. I like sports. I like long walks on the beach. And I like... Um, playing a new video game online that my fifth graders taught me called Geometry Dash. I'm really into leadership and philosophy, and that's enough about me. Did you my did you write dad, did you write that down? No, because no, you're, you're, you're looking like you you wrote it down. You you wrote it down. You're reading it. <laughs> no, there's not, I just said all this, that. This guy wrote down. I like sports. Nope. Did Harrison write that? <laughs> I love lame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I finish? Were you not Continue. done anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Let's meet the rest of everyone who we got. Uh, Matthew, tell us about yourself. You spoiled it. My name is Matthew Skiff. You already said that, but <laughs> hello. Who am I? That's a deep question. It's very deep. Good God. On the surface level, you might say that I'm an artist, a pop culture enthusiast. Deeper, uh, I can't get in. We'll be here forever. I get deeper into that, so I'm just gonna edit there. My name is Matthew Skiff. They're probably gonna call me Skiff or Matt, but Matthew is my real name. Thank you. Uh, are you gonna that dark, brooding voice like as you go through this? When it when it deserves to be. That's yes. why he's doing those Look, vocal exercises, with Sierra. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It looks like you're giving. It looks like you're giving fellatio to your bike. Well, you know, you need like you need they need a little sensuality to the ear, you know, what I'm saying? a little smoothness to it. All right. Well, Zoe, go ahead and introduce yourself. Top that. Mm. I'm a dad. I have a dad bod. It's kind of what I do. It's just dad stuff. Uh, they call me Zoe because my name is Lorenzo. Not a whole lot of things interesting about me. I like sports. I like cars. I work in insurance. That's what I got. Like a good neighbor, right? Is that what it is? No. 
on oh, your that's side. The rival. That's <laughs> the rival. Oh no. Which one, which one is which? In the intros, Bakker did set you up for a little more explanation about your job. Oh yeah, he said yeah, he did. You have to talk about it a little bit more. He said that, he said that you were in the insurance. Team, I don't but... think that Bakker knows what you do, so he might be more for him than <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm an insurance adjuster. I go and inspect vehicles if they're involved in an accident, and that's all I do. Give give people some money. You follow all like that like a good neighbor. I got like it. a good neighbor. <laughs> Nationwide's on your side. Oh, it's it's no, the on. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Peyton Pey Manning's my uh, my coworker. Have you guys oh, ever nice. heard of? Him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get he's he's, he's Eli like, Manning's brother, right? That's who, that's who he is. Uh yeah, I know I know him more from uh, what Cooper Cooper. Oh, is he the Papa John's Co- guy? Cooper Cooper is his brother. Uh, great, uh, Logan. All right, best for last. <laughs> uh, my name is Logan Katzer. I am uh, I don't want to say entrepreneur, a small business founder. I guess I make shirts for the ski industry mostly for the ski resorts in Colorado. Um, kind of a jack of all trades, I would say. I kind of dip my finger in a lot of things, but not master of none of those things. And excited to reconnect with all my buddies that I've been missing for. A yeah, long you sound time. thrilled about it. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking I'm gin. Excited. Yeah, we have these nasty gin drinks. We can get into that later, but. Oh yeah, and and I like hey, sports. <laughs> oh, and I like things, yeah. stuff and things. Uh, I like um, the segue uh, that Logan did. Is that uh, every episode, whoever's hosting gets to choose an alcohol theme? And I was watching a lot of the Defiant ones with Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine, and Dr. Dre gets down on a lot of Hendrix gin, and I don't like gin at all. But I thought, what better way to get started with this podcast if we if we can go into a Dr. Dre energy, not let's get some Hendrix gin flowing. And everyone got really mad at me because they don't like gin, but I'll tell you what, I made me some. I made How does he drink it? And straight? Straight Jeez. on the rocks. But as my backup, I got Tito's on the rocks here too. So I'm going double. I'm oh, like, you're a cheater. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm not a cheater. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sticking gin all night, baby. I'm, I'm, I'm playing. Yeah, I'm going gin. Gin the whole thing too. Tastes like, tastes I have like, like melted plastic. It's disgusting. As has said, I have another cocktail on deck that I'm gonna make. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I have one yep. too. I'm not. I'm not gonna say yep. it. I would love to. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Yeah. What well, are you drinking? Like, I made a bloody. And we all, all had like, like, the, remember, the rule. The rule. First drink. The rule. The rule. The host gets to pick the first drink. That's the rule. So yeah, bloody gin bloodies, which I don't even taste. I taste uh, mine is disgusting. Right now, so. I can taste the gin straight up. You put too much gin in. I was gonna say, sounds like a. <laughs> I don't, what, what do you do? You can't say that. Oh, <laughs> I already pulled that joke earlier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you know that that uh? Oh. It's not actually called a bloody berry when it uses gin. Mm. It's called it's called a, a salty it's called dog a red snapper. Mm. Isn't that interesting? So we all live together except for Bacher. I replaced. Right, him. I moved out and some, yeah, and somehow that house got cooler. But I, yeah, I moved in at the same yeah, time as yeah. Skip. I think right. Zoe and I lived together with other guys, and three of us moved out because we graduated. And you all—I was already—I've gra- been graduated. I'm older than everyone here. Yeah, you're an old dude, Ed. and all you guys couldn't figure out how to graduate college, but you were still there. Except, for what do you mean? We were just being smart and had an extra year of partying. 
Yeah, <laughs> seriously, because you had the best year. You had the best year ever. We had pretty. Fun I was year. so jealous. You guys would call me drunk, telling me about what you're doing, and I'm like working for the man. It's nice. Sucked. Will of death. That's the all we had to say. That's the only. Th- that was that. That upgrade alone was made the whole house better. Now, uh, let's not get into the wheel of death because that is going to come up later in this episode. So, oh, I was going to say that could be a fun episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what you guys, what other cocktails that you created with your yeah, gin. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty hundreds. sure it's going to taste awful still, but we'll give it a go. Uh, should we move on to the main event? All right, welcome to the main event. The, the reason we all got together to talk was this topic that I came up with. I was watching Heavyweights with my eight-year-old son, and I was thinking to myself, uh, a movie based around fat kids and a lot of fat jokes probably wouldn't fly in this day and age. Not only that, some of the jokes in it, uh, there's a scene where uh, the line is, see more butts, and then the punchline is, no one see more butts than you, Uncle Tony. But as I watched that scene, I recognized that the line has been dubbed over and I was very I've always known that but I never ever researched into it so I decided with my son sitting there I was like ah I have a phone I can look it up and I what I found was quite funny and disturbing because the original line was are you done drinking clang clang are you done You know, a shrug doesn't help. Like the people at home don't know. I'm gonna take the tallest <laughs> mug in my house, so the ice has to travel the longest distance to slam back to the glass. What's he you talking about? It is the worst actual event. <laughs> so the line in the movie. <laughs> Shut up. I'm over here trying not to smack my fucking lips and I'm like delicately placing my glass on my table and so is just slamming shit around. It's so funny. Uh, so the line that was said in the movie. Well, can I can I interrupt you Peter one more Fitz. time just because and then <laughs> Yeah, let's go for it. Go go ahead. You had nothing, you just wanted to interrupt me. <laughs> uh. I'm done. I don't. I just want to get into it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> the line is Peter. The line is Peter Fitz. The line is Peter Fitz, and then the punch line is anyone's Peter Fitz if you push hard enough. And I thought, wow, that's kind of a rapey joke for a 13, 14 year old boy at a fat camp to say. No wonder they dubbed it. And then I thought, well, the funny thing is, I think they dubbed it before it even hit theaters. Like that made the. That made the pitch meeting. They're like, hey, we got a joke. And everyone's like, that's cool. And then they acted the joke. And then I think they got a PG-13 rating. And they're like, this needs to be a PG movie. So they went and dubbed that. And they dubbed a couple other things. So the topic that I proposed to my three friends are what scene from a movie, what line from a movie or TV show or some sort of pop culture was said at that time that people thought, yeah, that's funny, that in 2021 would not hold up, would be like, nope, that, that would get you canceled. That's not okay. And a disclaimer here. The material that we're about to discuss, these are not us making jokes about, you know, there could be some sensitive things being said. We are making fun of the people who, at the time, like, we can't believe that that was even said. We're not, we're not laughing at anyone with a disability or anything like that, but we are pointing out, like, I can't believe that that was even allowed to be on TV or a movie at the time. So, disclaimer, we're not here to offend anyone. We're only laughing at a time capsule. So the name of this challenge is going to be called, You Can't Say That. Let's get into the rules. 
We are going to take each person gets a turn to make their case. Afterwards, everyone gets a chance to make their rebuttal. And I will decide from there who has the best one. Logan, you are up first. What did you prepare for us today? So yeah, now I'm a little confused. <laughs> I didn't I didn't pick a specific line. I picked a a scene kind of. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 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 I was definitely more broad than a line. And I wasn't entirely on the same page as it has to be comic. Oh yeah, my, my oh, so it doesn't my, need to be no, are, not at all. Like when you when you separate it it's not because i have a couple it's and not I'm funny which some of the mine are not funny yeah. like the movies are funny but yeah. what's happening is not funny well that well, setup that bakker just gave us work it sounded a lot more comical than what i was thinking let's take it dark logan take <laughs> us away we'll go straight to the dark one because we'll get just get out of the way and then we can go on an upward trajectory from there all right <clears throat> so this one actually was removed from the movie. Oh, that's interesting. I, I thought was interesting. And the Gangster Squad? You guys seen? No, Gangster I don't Squad? know what that is. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. Or ever heard of it? No. Yeah, I've, heard, um, I've seen it. And it's not that old. Bakker was talking like 80s, 90s. This is like 2012, maybe? 13? It's basically like a team of police that are feeling like underpowered to put together like a squad it? to take down the bad guys, basically. I've seen this. I've seen this. Ryan Goslin. Josh Brolin. Um, Rolling. Okay, a couple of hunks. I like where this is going. So, anyways, there's a scene in the movie where they shoot oh. up the movie theater. Yep. Mm-hmm. They go behind the scenes and then they shoot up this movie theater. And then shortly afterwards, we're all talking. We're from Colorado. The the Joker. Dark Knight. Um, yeah. During Dark Knight. Right. Dark Knight Rises. Rises. In, yeah. in, the one in Aurora, right? Had recently shot up the theater. <clears throat> yeah, the Aurora yeah. shooting. It, anyone is listening that doesn't know about that um so they afterwards decided to take that scene out of the movie which was kind of like after some research i thought that was like a really interesting thing to bring up and it spoke also because that night bacher and i and i think so yeah we watched we were watching we it went and saw that movie that night like we were in the theaters when that you were in what movie you were in dark night mm-hmm. watching far away oh my god yeah, we yeah, I, was, I was already show. out here when that happened oh we all walked out of that movie and we all had like so many texts and people mm-hmm. calling, checking on us. And... Like, are you okay? We're like, yeah, we just saw the movie. Leave us alone. We're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not to go down a super dark path, but that was totally something. Well, that oh, that's has that scene like shown up anywhere online? Do you know? I've You've seen, seen clips of it. Clips of today. <clears throat> yeah. They just like line up behind a theater and shoot up. I think because there's a bunch of cops in the theater mm. or something in the movie. Wow. Yeah, Colorado has a pretty prolific history with that kind of stuff. <laughs> And that's why I think they're hurt even yeah. more after Columbine and stuff. So that's why I was a little concerned when you started saying yeah. comedy. Don't don't worry. I'll I'll, I'll lighten up that. the mood yeah. for you when you're done. <laughs> let me take let me take you on a trip back to 1994. I was probably eight years old. You guys were seven, six, five. I don't know how old you guys would have been, but I was eight years old. So we're going to 1994 for the Disney classic, Blank Check. From Walt Disney Pictures, this morning, Preston Waters got something. Who's on my bike? Get that check to your dad. He'll know what to do with it. That's going to change his life. Yeah! Now, he's buying more stuff. You have a house. Meeting more women. Baby brother comes into his own. And stopping three crooks. I'm gonna get you, kid! From taking all of his money. That was to hurt! Blank Check. Now playing at a theater near you. Check newspaper for showtimes. What I'm going to do is take you through the journey of the movie because the ending is where you want to add up, but there are so many things sprinkled in that get us to that path, okay? So we'll just start with how the movie movie goes. 
Okay. You all know the movie, right? 1984 blank check. The kid gets money, spends spends a ridiculous amount of money on. I So I'm playing this on Disney Plus today, and I'm watching it. And the disclaimers they put up for it are language in some threatening situations, true. And tobacco descriptions. These are the only two warnings they put on this movie, okay? But the theme, the, there's an underlining theme in this movie that is just, like, don't know if they should be able to, like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, we'll go. Okay, so the family starts with a boy named Preston, and his family clearly doesn't give a shit about him. It starts with his brothers moving into his bedroom because they want to start a business, whatever the hell their business is. And the dad is all hunky-dory about it and stoked, and the kid's like, why do they have to move into my house? Because they have their own room. Why can't they do it? And he's like, shut up, or whatever. I don't know. He doesn't give a shit about what he says. And he's like, just moves in. He's like, you're just a stupid kid. Um, so he lets the brothers set up their dumb business thing in half of his bedroom for whatever reason. I don't know. I think Bailey is just a plot point for him to get a computer in his bedroom. But anyways, so we cut to um, Preston showing up at a amusement park called Funland. Um, you know, they got rides like roller coasters, you know, like carnival games, that kind of thing. Um, for one of his friend's birthdays, this little redhead asshole kid that's like a rich like snobby little piece of shit that's like flaunting all of his money in front of everybody he's like puts like a 50 dollar bill down he's like i'll take 50 tokens um and then preston walks up and his dad only gave him six dollars right and one dollar equals one token so he puts his money down he's like i'll take six tokens like he feels so sad and ashamed by it um and then everyone all the friends are going to the roller coaster and the roller coaster costs seven tokens so he can't afford it so his poor ass has to sit there and watch his friends go on the roller coaster like a chump. So it's built up in his mind that money is everything. You know, like money is the most important thing. Like his friends can do whatever they want. He's just basically obsessed with his money. Anyways, he gets back home and he gets a blank check from his grandma. Yeah, it's not. Blank. He doesn't get a blank check from his grandma. He gets hit. Doesn't get hit by a car, guys. guys right? Doesn't get like I watched this today, today and, I yeah. took, and I took feverish notes. He just watched Don't it today, so I'm fuck with me on this, yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets. It should yes, be called two exactly. Two See, Logan is the only smart person. Here. Okay. Anyways, he gets a blank right. check from his grandma. Okay, and he—that's what he learns about what a blank check is because his dad tells him. And he wants to write $1,000 on the blank check. Or a check. And his dad's general. like, no, you're an idiot. And he just writes $10. And he's like, $11 check. Okay. And now he's trying to figure out how he can turn this into a lot of money. Doesn't know how, but all he knows is he needs to um, create a bank account. Anyways, in between all of this, there is a bad guy who just escaped from prison. At the beginning of the movie, he found a stash of a million dollars that he needs to launder. So he's at the bank talking to a banker on how to launder the money. Apparently, these guys have had some kind of history. Anyways, the, the banker agrees. The bad guy's name is... Um, is it Bitterman? Bitterman is the bad well, guy's right. name, okay? Um, was it Bitterman? Peter, Peter Peterman is the, the, the banker, banker and Bitterman is, is the... Now Now you're... Uh, yeah, because this is not taking long at all. Guys, movie, it'll be yes. worse. <laughs> We're making a podcast where people listen to it. I'm not going to say, oh, but blank check. This the, happens the, the end. I'm not going to do that. Man, I need to go to IMDb. Guys, you're, you're, you're fucking assholes. <laughs> how are, well, how I wrote it down, but now, you and now I, they're, they're so similar that now maybe I haven't mixed up. 
Yeah. Now you're second guessing yourself. I like 15 words about all of my. Damn, you're, <laughs> you're right. It is quickly. And then the banker is better man. Thought you, I did. I thought you they, just watched that. I don't know. I don't know. I must have been like. Uh, anyways, Quigley, and now I have now I'm gonna have to. What's the start over? Quigley, Bitterman. <laughs> okay, Peterman. Bitterman, yes. Is it Bitterman? Um, so there's the whole that's the whole story going on. Like, Bitterman takes the million dollars from Quigley, and then the story progresses on. So Preston, little sorry ass, is on his way to the bank to try and deposit his eleven dollars to start a bank account. Walks into the bank, and then he sees her. The bank teller, the bank teller Shay, and it's it starts out when he sees her. It pans up from the bottom, across her legs to the top. There's angelic music. There's a light shining on her, like oh. he is starstruck by her. You know, it walks over to her. He's he's really embarrassed, but uh, he wants to start his bank account, and he slides his eleven dollar check to her, and she's like, "Well, you need two hundred dollars to." start a bank account completely owns him right there he feels like a complete trash <laughs> and then she's like well when you do get 200 dollars, make sure you come back and find me and i'll help you out so he leaves the bank and then the asshole redhead that had his birthday party at the um amusement park um sees him steals his check and then cha- and he chases after him that little shithead is a big time asshole anyways he's on his bike chasing after his friend to get his check back when um, all of a sudden you see Quigley backing up his car and you know it's about to happen. Preston is driving his bike. Quigley hits, Quigley hits Preston's bike, destroys his bike. Quigley jumps out of the car, sees what happened, and he's like, what do what I need to do to fix this? Starts writing a check, like, how much do you need for the bike? And he sees the cops, and obviously he's spooked because he just escaped from prison. So he quickly just signs the check, doesn't write any amount on it, and hands it to Preston. Preston gets the check, continues home, goes home, sees that there's no uh, like amount written on the check. So then he just learned what a blank check is, and he can write whatever he fucking wants on it. So he decides to write a million dollars on the check for cash, goes back to the bank, doesn't see Shay this time, but some old crabby lady that directs him to the back of the bank to go see Bitterman. Um, and I didn't set this up before, but... Quigley told Bitterman that there was a guy named Juice that was going to stop by to pick up the check. So Preston gets taken to the back to go see Bitterman, and Bitterman is a fumbling fool and thinks that Preston is Juice and immediately hands the million dollars to him immediately. Thinks that it's a genius idea that Quigley sent a kid to pick up the money because that was a pretty genius idea. Nobody would suspect a kid. So then Preston leaves, and then we get introduced to who Juice is. Juice um, walks up into the bank he has a check written for cash for a million dollars. And the same old lady is like, this is, this is crazy. Go see Bitterman. Like she is like, this is just insane. I don't want to deal with this shit. On the, on the way to, for Juice to go see Bitterman, he is being a super mega creep. Like he's walking up the stairs and then this lady walks by and he's like fucking cat calling her. And then he's, he's walking down the hallway to Bitterman's room. <laughs> and then like, there's like a lady like bent down, like pulling like a cart out of a room. And he's like, he's like gawking at her. And that's when it happens. Preston's leaving Bitterman's office. Juice is gawking at this lady. Crash. And then the, the two the two people meet, right? You got Juice and Preston face to face. But nothing really happens. But they just continue. Yeah, just continue. 
<laughs> I can't handle what No, we're going. We are, we are fucking going. Who's that punchline? I'm waiting for Okay. We're, we're oh. in like scene one. Like, <laughs> yeah. The movie is getting. No, it hasn't got the good the part. Main, no. we're, we're on. We're on a path <laughs> to the main part. But there's, there's there's things sprinkled in that are a little. There's little. There's little morsels of the topic sprinkled in that when you get to the end, you're like it's just like a constant buildup of disgustingness. Let's. I'm still. Are we not supposed to know what the topic is? That or you're saying there's multiple things? Is it money or is it the inappropriate? Uh, I'll speak. We don't know yet. But I'll, we don't I'll just know speed yet. It up so you guys, are, right, you guys can't handle what a podcast is. Okay, so <laughs> we're trying to. You know what I know well, is that you need to hold your. Audience. You guys can talk about. We're talking about movies, right? And we're talking about things. You guys, you guys can join along in the conversation. Yeah. Talk yeah. about. I haven't movies. seen this you movie. Chime in. I haven't seen this in a long time. So like, like, this oh, is yeah, a this is a discussion. Like, yeah, you do. I am there. I thought you were just gonna say something and then we well, would discuss it afterwards. Like I'm done with my thing now, you guys. Like, I think I think it's better that we just, you know, make it more of like a conversation. You know, and you're like, oh, that's funny. Like I remember like that kind of stuff. Okay. So where the fuck were Got we? That sounds. <laughs> Anyways. Start from the beginning. Anyways, skip a bunch of the stuff. The short story is Preston has a shit ton of money. Bad guys don't. That's that's bad for him, but good for him at the same time. All right. So Preston has all this money. He gets a, he gets a giant house. He gets ridiculous things off of a million dollars, like you would never be able. To. He buys like this castle for three hundred thousand dollars, which would be easily like so. That yeah, castle, it's so sweet, but there's no way you could sweet. buy. It. He, like the asking price was two hundred twenty thousand dollars. Well, he no well, no if no. You Bill, think uh, Bill uh, Quigley it, yeah. was trying to lowball him for one hundred and fifty. And um, Macintosh, so Preston develops a persona called Macintosh because Macintosh. obviously nobody's going to want a little you got kid can buy a fucking house, right? So he has to, de- so he has a computer smart on a his robot part. voice and he basically impersonates a rich person named Macintosh because he can't think of a name. So he's like, oh, oh, shit. The first thing he sees is Macintosh. Anyway, anyway so um, yeah, yeah. Right. Bitterman is also, of course, because only there's like the smallest world in the entire world is just like five people in this fucking town doing the same thing. So Bitterman's trying to buy the same house as Macintosh. Bitterman is being a super creep to the realtor. He's like kissing her like unsolicited. And then when he eventually loses out to the, uh, to Macintosh, as he's leaving, he like strokes the face of the, realtor so creepily as he walks out it's just like these guys are like tote milk's cat calling and talking at women and bitter or quigley god damn it <laughs> quigley is like super like creepy rapey hey anyone's peter fitz well, dude that's what quigley thinks all the time so um so preston has a giant house he's buying all these toys he has a personal lawyer um in the meanwhile we discover that shay <clears throat> the beautiful bank teller from earlier is an FBI agent and she's looking for Quigley. While you're looking, which did you want the most out of his whole toy set that he bought? I still want this slide that comes out of his office into the pool. That's the coolest thing I think. But what what do you guys think? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't he have like those big like hamster balls? Was, yeah. I was like, oh my god, that is the coolest thing. He was like walking, just running around like this whole place with it. I'm like, 
that's awesome because i've never seen anything yeah. like that at that time before i thought that was awesome the go-kart track but the go-kart i mean he made yeah. the go-karts look so sweet yeah. Uh, what was disgusting was that. the ice cream that he was How, eating out of that. That's so like, that was like, what are you doing? Like, disgusting. Disgusting. Oh, the house is cool. I'll take the house. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is the best. The thing. castle? The castle. For $300,000? Yeah, okay. I'll, so take, I'll take that right track. now, please. So he has this limo, and he's, he's jaw-riding through town, and of course, he sees Shay running, and she's in some super short running shorts, and he's like... She's looking great, looking real good. Um, he drives by, he's gawking at her because, you know, he's a little pervy kid. She, He tells her that he's working now for Mr. McIntosh. And um, she, like, wants to meet him sometime because she's looking for, like, um, who I think it, it, I can't remember now if it's, she's looking for Quigley exactly or for who, like, has, like, a million dollars. I think she's looking for Quigley. <laughs> That's all I got on that. Um, anyways. You guys, I want today okay i know everything there is about blank check. i watched it today hey i have blank checks I, i'm i'm trying blank to just skim through my notes right now so I you guys all my ass all night okay yeah. i know long anyway, long story long so fine. um later because uh i think preston invited shay to come say hi to macintosh or whatever so later shay shows up to find macintosh she tells preston that she was super sad that she, that he didn't come back to open a bank account. She was like really, really disappointed. This is where the creepiness starts. Okay, she said she she says she loved to meet Macintosh, but Preston asks her out under the guise that he'd tell her about Macintosh, and she agrees and tells him enthusiastically it's a date. Okay, so we're headed down this track now. Yeah, we're getting to, to the subject. All right, I'm right? I'm this trying to tease you here. a little bit, yeah. and now we're getting now we're getting to it. Okay. <laughs> So, they eventually go All to right. dinner at this super fancy romantic restaurant. Shay is in a beautiful dress, looking good as always, you know, and he's obviously, like, drooling all over her. I don't remember, like, the age gap. They're, like, like he's, he, he's, he's, like, he's, he's 11 years 10, old, and 12, she's, like, a woman. And she's, he's like, like a, a, 30. Like, 30. Okay, it's very so, fancy romantic dinner. Okay. Preston gives her a, a heart necklace. Um, of course, she's, like, a little uncomfortable with it, but... um. She eventually keeps it or whatever. And then he's like super nervous and he falls out of his chair. And then like, he's like, eh, you want to just get a burger instead? So they go and get a burger at some place. And um, he takes her to the special place. And he's like, oh, he's like, I have a surprise for it. Preston says, I have a surprise for Shay. So then after they're done eating, there's like this water fountain thing where water shoots up in like distinct patterns. So they both go in there and they're like just running around, chasing each other, holding each other's hand as the as water is shooting up, getting everybody wet. She's like lifting him up and hugging him. And like, it's just like thinking about it now. Like you're just thinking this is a, they just met. And this is like random woman is just on a date with a little kid, chasing him around, holding hands, dancing with him. <laughs> picking him up and hugging him in the middle of a park where they're all getting sprayed with water. It's very, very, very weird. Very, very weird. Um, she, after they're <laughs> done, um, they're in the limo and she's like, this is the most fun. I haven't done anything like that since I was a kid. <laughs> she's soaking wet. Her legs, cro her legs crossed. She, lo she looks great. You know what I mean? She's beautiful, beautiful. Um, the way the camera shot her, like legs are like right in your face. So you're just trying to like, you can't help but look at her. 
he invites her to Macintosh's birthday party, which is happening soon, which coincidentally is actually Preston's birthday. She agrees and says it's a date again and that it was really fun before she ste- and before she steps out of the limo, she looks at him with this weird sexual stare. There's a stare going on there and she's like, I had such a great time just gazing into his eyes, kind of looks him up and down and then she steps out of the limo. And like, I don't know how, how we felt about this kind of stuff back then. Do you think it'd be, it'd definitely be different oh, if it was no, a guy no and a like eleven year old? They actually, they actually have a <laughs> a scene. I can't remember if it was before or after this, but so the the bad guys are looking for Preston. So it's Quigley, Juice, and Bitterman all go to uh, what's the place called <clears throat> Funland to look for him. And it's just three old men just surrounded by children. And Bitterman makes the joke. Where does he make the joke? He makes some kind of joke where he's like, I'm a little uncomfortable about this. I don't think we should be doing this because he realizes the optics of three old men around a bunch of little kids. So they already they already kind of sprinkled in like kind of like a hint of this is kind of wrong, wrong thing to be doing, like a bunch of old people around little kids. So like the writers kind of knew that this kind of topic was wrong but they still push on and it gets it the next stuff kind of amps it up a bit okay so would you say we we're got, halfway we got there about another 25 or... minutes left on the, on the topic no i'll i'll i'll, I'll skip to the skip to the end so <laughs> oh, okay. they throw the birthday party shay shows up um, she finds oh, she's looking for macintosh but uh macintosh obviously isn't there and preston says he's not here leave because he's mad because he he thinks that she only likes him for his money or some stupid shit like that they leave, and then everyone's gone from the birthday party, and then the bad guys show up, and then this really awesome Home Alone-style trap setup theme happens. You know, like, it's funny. It's great. It's, it's a great part of the movie. Yeah. It's yeah. actually awful. Like, I rewatched it with my kids. and like, how did these grown men not just grab this kid? Like, it's Home Alone is like more, way more devious. This is, like, like foam. Like, no, it, it's more like, like a, a, a like, automatic uh, baseball like, shooting or, like, he put he, he puts one of them in one of those spheres that you were talking about, Zoe, and throws them in the water, and he gets trapped. But eventually, oh, yeah. he quickly catches him. And, of course, right then and there, the FBI shows up, and Shay's front and center, catches the bad guy. So at the end, this is the biggest fucked up shit ever. All right? Remember, he's we've made it. He's 11 years we've old. We've made it. This is the end of the movie. They're both sitting on this, uh, like, like little, a few steps, you know, and like, kind of like close, sitting close to each other. She so is an FBI, FBI agent. Yeah, she was undercover at the bank account. Yes, trying to the whole time. To... Does that kind of cover her like inappropriateness and hanging out with him before? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the this, this um, doesn't. On. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you can't. Do so this like, like I can't believe you were like an FBI agent, and she's like, you know, they're talking, and, and then she was. She was like, I wouldn't have traded that night for anything, that date that they had. I wouldn't have traded that night for anything. So Preston asks, when can I see you again? Shay replies, give me a call in 10 years. Okay, so he'd be 21. Still a little creepy to say to an 11-year-old kid, right? She's not just trying to just crush his dreams. Though, just wait, wait. Yeah, she's wait. being... <laughs> hey, when you're legal, wait. <laughs> Preston, five. Five, four, 10 years. Preston says, five, <laughs> five years. Shay, seven. Preston, six. Shay, okay, it's a date. And then she kisses him on the fucking lips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all the buildup. This work. grown woman, <laughs> first of all, thinks it's okay for her to date a kid when he's six years older, so he'd be 17. She kisses him and on the lips. she'll probably be like 50. This grown woman kisses him on the lips and then says, good night, Preston, rubs his hair sensually, well, and walks away. You can't do that. Can't do that. You cannot can't do, that. do that. I don't know how you could do that in 1994, mm-hmm. let alone whatever year we're in right now. Like, let me just say, like, like Did it? they yeah. we know slowly cranked that up a little bit. You know, like the day, the 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 hand holding, the dancing, the water, the spring, the the jokes about. I think this is kind of weird that we're a bunch of grown men with little kids. Like they knew what they were doing. I can't understand why, why this had to happen ever. Can you guys? Can you guys explain this? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, I can. Do that picture the whole time. Yeah, we were like that kid's age, right, or younger. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, the so there is from him, and there's definitely to, like, things in this him. movie that I think are kind of um, unrealistic on purpose. Like, it's done through the mind of a little kid. That's why he can buy like a giant house for such little money. Right. And all that. So that, that's oh, yeah. a that's a point I was thinking about for sure when I was watching it. Like this isn't hundred percent real, and maybe yeah. he's visualizing right. something more than what it actually is, and that's what we're seeing. He's really just in yeah. Right? So like, yeah, like it could have been like a kiss on the cheek, but she saw it as a yeah. kiss on the lips or something like that. Like yeah, I, I think I very I don't like it's not told like that to us through the movie, but you can kind of infer that. But still, like what we're seeing is really really fucked up. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. if we saw well what if we saw a dumbed down version where the original cut was she kisses him on the lips and grabs his dick like what if- <laughs> the on good version <laughs> oh, we had to take this we had to take this out so we can make it pg yeah what if uh, that was um whoever version. brought up the good point about it being reversed was that Izo? if it was a guy and a girl yeah that would be horrible yeah this would this is so and i i feel like that's just in everyday society like you see like, you know, middle school kid have sex with his female teacher, and everyone's like, the guys are like, oh, well, good for him. And if it was reversed in any sort of way, it would be like, oh, way, way wrong. Like, you can't yeah. do that. Like, if it's a male teacher and a female girl, like, it, it's, it, it's just, it's a double standard in society when it comes to stuff like that, because I feel like men are supposed to be able to conquer. And if you're able to conquer an older lady at a, such a young age, you're like, yeah. oh, that's a good thing. You don't think that's like as a pedophile, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just it's a weird I, mindset. We're yeah. getting we're getting past it though. Oh yeah, I, I think people are. I think for the most part, I think you know, regardless of gender, you know, it's not, never okay at all to ever do anything with a child. But it just it's just weird that like that's a mentality that people have. And I mean, and not only like not people, like at some point, if you were 22 years old and you saw that a 15 year old boy had sex with his teacher, you're like, fucking, how do yeah, you do that? It's, like, it's way different. It, was, now. it, it, was, has, it like, should be, we should not be stoked about that at yeah. all, ever. Yeah. But at, yeah. you know, at some point you're like, holy shit, like that's crazy. But the other, ever, right. As, as adults, we can look at that and like, no, that's not okay. But you know, the other 15 year old boys are looking at him like, dude. What yeah. did you, how did you do that? How did you, right. Good, <laughs> like, like, good for you. I, I, right. I think that like, as you get older, you realize, uh, I know I have, I'm like, okay, that's not okay. 
but as a 15 year old boy, like there's so many things that you, that we did, you know, that was like, that's, that was stupid. So I wonder, and it's hard because we'll never be 15 again. So I wonder what it's like as a 15 year old yeah, boy now. But here, here, here's, like, here's the issue. That it's kind not, of mindset the issue isn't if with it's the still, little boy, it's with the adult. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the biggest problem. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like society, there. Yeah, I think there's I mean, a double they're, they're def- with everything, male and wrong, female. Or and, and, but one is being worse. But they're de- but they're, they're both equally mm-hmm. wrong. Yes, and they're both they're yep. both they're both terrible. Yep. Well, and you see it in this view, like if a grown man yeah, kissed if, if you like did like a, a remake of eleven year old girl on the lips at the end of a movie, man, like that, that's like you get did. killed. Yeah. Oh my God! You get. Yeah, you get way, but, and but you might have got not, outraged back then too. This. Like, it, what happened it, in this movie right but, now is really fucked up. It's no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you put it in that yeah. mindset, how fucked up is that? It's extremely fucked up. But like I said, it's it seems like it gets yeah dulled down because of the gender of the character. Well, what if they're the same sex? It's 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 still bad. Oh, okay. in Ooh. any any age gap like that, or any. <laughs> <laughs> What you kept saying is you kept just reversing yeah, it like a, it was that's on. A fair, that's a fair point, Logan. I appreciate that. Thank you. Good call, though. Okay. <laughs> but I'm still on board with, like, from the movie's perspective, it's like that. Yeah. Like, who of us? Yeah. I mean, we you can think about it that way for sure. But, lady that and, 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 I could have swore he was going to go with, like, a financial. Oh, you didn't, you didn't think, you didn't know where I was going? Like, this is not okay. Yeah. No. I knew. No, I, got the, I didn't well you kept yeah, talking about the, re, the red herring i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to take you guys on a game. story and i'm trying to keep that. it guessing you know i don't want you to know where i'm going <laughs> driving and driving you know it worked yeah. skiff that was good fucking i'm glad it's over jesus christ we need to move on to zoe but before we do uh let's make a new drink guys i'm sorry i i, I real i realized it was a little long but you know when you're when you're in the heat of passion writing vigorously <laughs> writing down notes you don't really realize oh shit that's not it's blood. <laughs> it's not there. She, he's bleeding. Uh, I was gonna say we should uh, like let's make a new drink and Skiff somehow cut himself while making a drink. Sounds, sounds dangerous over there in the Skiff household. Uh, what do you drink? So Zoe, what uh, new drink did you make? So I made a gin gimlet. Ah. And I'll tell you what it is. It is eight ounces of gin. Eight and four ounces of gin. What it says: four ounces of sweetened lime juice, shake with ice. Done and done. Do you, do you understand how much an ounce is? I don't think you do. There's eight ounces. This is this was a I don't know. Probably holds twelve ounces. So this was pretty much full when I started. I made this during skip story. <laughs> so what do you want me to do here? Eight, that- eight, eight ounces is. An incredible amount of alcohol. I mean, it's a it's a measure of volume. I don't think you need to say it. How much? It's, it's eight, eight ounces. ounces. I know it's <laughs> it's eight ounces. What are you talking about? A normal drink at a bar has an ounce. Is it and a half. I know what a normal drink does. So you quadrupled that. That's what this recipe said to do, and so I did it. My goodness. Oh my gosh. I'm not. I'm no rookie here. This ain't a hobby. This ain't a hobby. <laughs> All right, Logan, what you got? What do you got for your next? You Looks like a little beer. I got a beer. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Breckenridge Brewery resolution. Like a giant slice on my <laughs> finger. So this all right. So Logan's got a Breck Brew. Uh, 
Lorenzo's <laughs> drinking all the gin in the state of Colorado tonight. What well, you, uh, Skiff, what did, what did I make? I have a yeah. You make? I have a Tom Collins. Oh, yes. that's What I got? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mine's called a Gimlet, and it's like lime juice and gin. I think you, yours has like lemon. It has lemon. Lemon and then. But I, I but I put a splash of lime juice in there too, and I have some maraschino cherries. Is that one also have some sparkling water on that one? Is that yeah? The one? There's I have a soda, just sparkling. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at different ones. Mm, it's good. It's a lot better than mine, Mary. Mine too. This I got this like Bar Smith lemon juice, and it's delicious. A red snapper. Oh, red snapper. a red snapper. Ah, I see what you did. Good job. That's that. Is that what they call you, Bacher? That joke doesn't even make sense. You got a red <laughs> that, snapper. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Anyone's Peter Fitz, though. Anyone's Peter Fitz. You can't say that. The joke didn't even make sense in the movie. All right. Let's move on to Zoe's uh, movie. So, Zoe, you got a clip for us? You want us to watch uh, a clip? Well, yeah, I had to switch things up um, because I did have also Blank Check as mine. Um, but no way. Skiff. Let's no see, fucking let's, way. Let's, let's, no, I did not have that. I was going to say, let's go through it and see the difference. That's good acting, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> No, I did not have blank check. I'm sorry. Let's talk about it again. Um, Recap. Everyone yeah, knows how racy blank. I'll get I'll get I'll get the other 15 minutes of the movie he missed. All right. So mine is a I feel like the name should resonate with people. I don't know how many people have actually seen this movie. Um it's a PG movie made in I believe 1976. Really? Yep, that 1976. Was PG. It is called The Bad News Bears. Oh, yeah. This is a movie. Yeah. So, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from, from, well from the, la- the last time I watched it, like 20 years ago, I, I is liked there, it. There's yeah. a new one, right? It got remade. Yeah. There's a new one with um, Billy Bob Thornton. Right. He's the baseball coach. So, the premise of the movie, if you guys have not seen it, it's a older gentleman who has, I feel like this is like the pre Mighty Ducks movie. It's a person that gets thrown into a ragtag bunch of kids that don't know anything that are a bunch of, you know, outcasts. And he has to try to teach them the game of baseball. So he goes there, teaches them. They end up gelling, being really good. And when, I don't think they, I don't think they won. I don't know. I didn't watch the end of it, but it's been a while. And like Skip said, it, he's probably watched like 20 years ago. And the only times I've ever watched it has been on TV. So you, it's commercials and all that stuff. So you get through it. Um, so I went through because I was like, I, I felt like I was like, oh, I think in general, it's kind of a risky movie, just the concept. Like you have this old guy that has no affiliation with any of these kids. That all the parents just drop them off and say, I trust this random guy. So I go through watch a couple scenes of the movie and then I find this one specific scene. This scene left me floored. It I was like when it comes to the concept of what Bacher is trying to have us do, I watched this one time and I was like how in the world was this ever available to watch ever for for a PG movie. <laughs> so I sent the guys a clip because I will refrain from repeating yeah, we what talk about it, it. So let me be- play, yeah so let me play the clip right now no 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 <laughs> so you guys all heard the clip right yeah so you guys okay. all heard the- it's, you can't even play any of that what do you mean how are you gonna 
Should I not play the audience at all? Yeah, you can't. If anyone wants to see it, you can go to YouTube, search Bad News Bears. It'll be the first scene that pops up on YouTube. It's going to be the one twenty one minute and 25 second marker on that. It's so if you want chalk- to. Bach, you, yeah, you can play You can play like a little bit of it. Don't like, you know, like if there's like a little bit you could play. He just, just like this? a, just like a sprinkling of it. Did you just hear it? It was every word that he said. <laughs> <laughs> the words that are coming out of this probably eight-year-old's mouth, it is way worse than any grown man I've ever heard in person talk really in one sentence. People, I haven't heard him talk like that. Yes, and this is a PG movie. Uh, I mean, I don't have, I don't have the whole gauntlet of things that skiff was able to build up the everything about it and then lit, hit you right in the gut with the final punch but the video was I, a gut punch by itself yeah and so the, this thing to me i i've shown it to a few different people leading up to this because they were trying to understand the concept of what we were talking about and i'm like watch this video and if you don't say what the is this then you have something wrong with you <laughs> And every single person I showed it to, like, oh my god, this is ridiculous! How did this ever get on a TV show? But I guess it's 1976. I don't. I, I still don't know how you're going to let a kid say these words <laughs> in a movie. That's not. Yeah, very- it's it's a semi comedy, but it's. I mean, this he's not saying it in a comical way at all. It's a very straightforward racist that's the, rant. That's the bigger thing here. He's not saying these things. That, so for everyone, yeah. So as Zoe said, like I'm sure there's a people. Some people are like, what is he talking about? And I'm not going to repeat it either. I don't want to. But they're very racist remarks for the Hispanic community, for the uh, every community, I think. Every community, the yeah. The Jewish community, the, the African American community. Like it's the every... worst words you could say that about these communities. And he's just going on. A, so yeah, you have a kid ranting about it, and and Zoe, you make a really good point of that. It wasn't done for comedic sake, like we talk about blank check and it's like, okay, you know, it's the premise of blank check is a stupid premise. It's surreal, right? This is like, and again, the premise is kind of dumb, but to have a kid ranting about this, like what was the point of the rant for this kid to just to be racist? Just like, to be it, racist. it wasn't just it, one it, kid it, either. Like he ran through the list and then the other kid comes back and repeats. Not, the whole I'm, list. I'm not, like, not yes. defending it, but I think the, the, the thing that's supposed to be funny is how shocking it is that's the funny part about it sure but the thing is i feel like in that time frame i don't think it was shocking for anyone to say those words so that's why now it's shocking and it's now it's not funny so i don't think it i think i think i think i think it might have been shocking but not as shocking yeah yeah i saw it and i was just floored i was like i don't know how to put into words how I'm going to explain this to people on what I'm trying to tell them, how we bad this is. Yeah. And <laughs> that, I can't, <laughs> it's, it's, you can't do words. You it's the, not... Have you seen the new movie? So? Yeah. I, was, yeah, is, I've is watched there the like movie. A, is there like a similar scene to it? Because I, that's I thing feel is, like that scene, that scene is pretty time. iconic. That like if you were to remake the movie, you'd want to have a scene like that, but just you'd have to update it. Yeah, remove any yeah. of the whole scene i mean you can't what are you gonna replace i mean it's probably gonna be replaced with like um the one scene in sandlot like you're playing with a bunch of fat kids and no you're playing with a bunch of rejects rejects yeah rejects and fat kids well what 
So, so what it actually, it kind of segues into what I, it's a perfect segue to, to like the, the things that I was going to talk about because um, I like what Skip's, well, what you both said was that it was not shocking at the time. It was more of like, oh, it's funny to hear an eight-year-old talk like that. You might hear adults talk like that, but mm-hmm. an talk like, that, like, oh, that's funny. Now it's shocking. And what, what came to mind for me when I was like crafting this idea is even going back to just 2007 with The Hangover and Bradley Cooper's characters leaning out the car and yelling, paging doctor. Like, you know, it's like, you, well, what? That was 2007. Dude, I can't, I, and can't, that was I said, can't believe you said that. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm, not, I'm quoting a movie. I'm not, <laughs> and I'm saying that it's- I'm not quoting the movie that I put. <laughs> that was racist. <laughs> oh, so you can be, you can be homophobic? Couple of drinks out. and he just goes off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> well is it a, is it not okay for me to say like i disagree with them using yeah that but language? is it okay for you to say the n-word like that the same way it's not no, yeah, it's the same thing you can't you can't say that word mm-hmm. this is a great debate i think we're having here <laughs> <laughs> what things are okay to quote and say it's not okay and what things are not okay to quote and say it's well not because okay. that also leads me to think about this like okay well i have jewish friends should i not talk about the holocaust that has nothing not to do that's a completely a different thing kissing a little kid that's a completely different thing sure i'm not saying it's not i'm only i'm not trying to make an argument for that's it. a slur I, i'm just pushing i'm pushing the argument if in, if in talking like, about what? the holocaust you were saying really racist shit about it then yeah that would be bad sure sure yeah, but I don't think I you it. can say that word. Um, it's like it's it's like the N word. When it when it when Cliff did it ruined this. <laughs> no, it's bringing far. conversation. To... Full... Hey, at least I did it. <laughs> you never go full what? <laughs> go ahead and finish that one. Because yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think you can say that either. I probably wouldn't include any of this go in there. Full bears. <laughs> I think it's good conversation. Yeah, I'm. I, I'll probably take it out. I'm just saying. It I is very good really... conversation. I just don't know well, if like. I... A person first listening to a podcast of a brand new podcast was like holy shit you know right but i would hope i would hope that they could agree with like yeah you can't say yeah i i like i like personally i like the progress that like that we've made that because the and here's the ironic thing is that i was one of the first people really back in the mid-2000s to say like guys we shouldn't be this is not okay and people were like well whatever and then now here we are I've been like on this bandwagon since 2003 like, and four of like, no, I'm not. And I actually got in fights with people in high school about it. Like they would say it and I would say, Hey, you, we're not saying that. And there, you know, we uh, transition to college and whatnot. And so, um, Walker, before you go, that's on, why I, I want to say, I remember in college, like when I didn't know you and I've seen you get in those arguments and I was like, it was shining on your personality. And like when I was getting to know you, I remember. It's cause that's cause you had two roommates that were, I don't think well, I that, had that. Example, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think that also in, especially in college, when you are getting sure. your high school is a little different. I mean, you know, you can only do so much. You've known these people for so long, so you're not going to change minds. But I think that it forced his reasoning not to use that type of language around people yeah. or in a joking manner or anything like that. And I agree with you, Logan. I've seen him talk to people and say, that's not a lot, like, don't do that. Like, or we're going to have right, issues. When right, the, which is not going to be anything he's going to resolve. It's going to be stuck with his right, friend. The, which is kind of funny, like, to take up that, like, if you have that issue with someone, you're not changing their mind. Like, if someone is going to use that language and they're going to be, like, serious about it, you're like, okay, 
Like you're gonna have an argument for an argument's sake because they're not changing their mind. Yeah. Now, well, my right? only, only thing I thought when Zoe started saying that was he's talking about in high school. No one's gonna change his mind. Like these high school kids are just <laughs> like stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. Like the, oh, wait, at that, he's saying in like, high school, it, you're not gonna change one's minds. Like there's these like hardened, stubborn mind high school kids. But that's why you know, do you know and change and no, I'm talking about like his fr- his specific friends that would say that word like. Yeah. You know the friends that they hang around, like you know. I was just saying, Bakri is low man. When you're in high school, Bakri's low man. Yeah. yeah, but if someone, if someone like a sophomore told you not to say something, you'd be like, buzz off, right? You know, so like that's Bakri trying to tell a senior, don't say that word, and they're gonna say, okay, shut up. <laughs> right, you're stupid. No, I yeah. So, but I think that's kind of the whole point of this whole podcast. I like the or this episode. I like the idea of how things have evolved. Like, you know, going like, I I like to touch on everyone's things. Like Logan, I like the the company who made that movie was like, yeah, it's pretty bad taste to have if we show the scene of a movie theater getting shot up. Or Skiff, yeah, you know, it's not okay. Uh, an adult woman making out with an eleven year old. And then so even more so, like, you know what's also not funny? Eight-year-olds spouting off the most racist things that you could actually say. And then Bradley Cooper has said that I think he's gone on interviews saying, like, he, he doesn't like that line that was said yeah. in uh, in. You know uh, what's funny about that line, though, is because it's kind of like your first introduction to his girlfriend or whoever, fiance or girlfriend, the the dentist. No, he's saying... He, he's saying... He's saying... He's yelling at two Yeah, and helps. he's inside with his girlfriend. So you're, like, getting his home dynamic. And then in the movie she's like she uses his line against him like oh they're calling you remember she does yes she does um i thought that was like the joke goes 360 because he's like oh they're just joking around and then she says it to him like reconfirms that like she is also like in charge of him you know you follow that a little yeah yeah i yeah no (laughs) no, you're, you're 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 totally right without saying the line again she uses the line on him. <laughs> she yeah. she she says that to yeah. him, saying like, "Hey, they're paging yeah. you, Mister yeah. Guy." Yeah, like Thanks. every like oh, they're all right. they're yeah. all like yeah. They're he's the butt of the joke yeah, from people. both sides. Yeah, yeah, from in his home. And that again, that's a good. I didn't think about that. I thought it was just really crass. And then you're right; it is to reemphasize like these guys are jerks. Like you want to go and hang out with these guys. Also, the funny thing is like you're going to Napa. Mm-hmm valley for a nice quiet getaway weekend with these guys who he's going to lean out the car and yell that phrase you can get that point across without doing that that's that's the biggest point i take away with it you can get the point across with like the little kid in bad news bear saying that stuff he could say something equally as well yeah like i said all the the racist remarks and stuff like that exactly like i mean yeah and and that's and that's like i said like in the sandlot they do that in a more delicate yeah. way that is PG related. So, so you can see the evolution. Yeah, you can see the evolution of that where in regards to that movie, I don't see any comedic value to that. I don't see any um, depth in that character for that. Yeah, there, there, I just don't see anything that bringing anything of value to that film other than just a rant of racism. And that's why I thought it was a perfect place it's in good, this topic yeah. because it's something that, for no, I, I don't care. I mean, I, obviously I can't say I don't care who you are because there are people out there that still believe in those values. Um, but the fact that, you know, it it would not get past the cutting block on any major movie theater at this time. You're correct. I think you're right. And that goes with... 
I'll say the, the worst part is that they go through all that list and then the other kid just and they do it doubles down and and, and, and he doubles down on it but he's doing it like okay well you can't say this by saying yeah. it type of thing it's like he's like re- i mean he's just reiterating like like you yes this this and this and so they yeah they double down on the crudeness of that scene so badly that you're like what was the purpose of that just so they could fit that into a scene of a movie? Like it didn't really need to be said. Bucker was to to gain value. Uh, That was an example that I had. My actual one was from the Sandlot and it was from when he makes his move on Wendy Peppercorn and he start from the beginning of Sandlot. (laughs) (laughs) So the Sandlot is a story about uh, what year did it come out? 93. Oh, I, I know you guys are joking. I know you guys are joking, <laughs> but what if somebody's listening to this podcast and they have no idea what we're talking about? Like it kind of yeah. helps to set it up just a little bit, right? I did a you're right. I did a little too much. Okay. I understand that. <laughs> but so wait, I have a question for you, Skiff. You seem a little delicate here. Do you not like being the butt of a joke? Like, I don't know, if someone walks into a room and everyone ignores them for three hours. <laughs> like, does that feel is that hurtful to be like the butt of a joke? I mean, I mean, I mean that was that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think it's Who's funny now. Who was that? Do you remember? Probably, you, probably Andy. I think it was. <laughs> it was either me or Andy. I think it sounds it was like you. either me or Andy. Oh. Me and Andy are basically the same person. So yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. For now, I will explain this to the listeners. Uh, for anyone who doesn't, so I walked into a party for a graduation party. It was Logan's graduation party. I was super excited to see everyone from college. You hadn't um, seen you for hadn't seen I, you for quite a while, right? I hadn't seen a lot of people for a long time. I couldn't wait for this day. And then I walked in, and no one said a word to me. I'm like saying hi to people, and they just turned their backs on me. They just t- carried on talking. I started getting really upset, and I started whacking people's drinks out of their hands to elicit yeah, some you're, you're retelling this story makes me really think that i was the person that thought of this idea <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the greatest it's, i love it it's, i love it and now here we are 10 years later and we're talking on a podcast and skip's like hey guys quit making fun of me okay i, I never I, said I, quit I making fun of me I'm, I'm trying to get into the reality of the situation no but i mean i think it just does help i think it does help to kind of just like do like a don't do what I did. Do it a does. little basic it intro does. of the movie and then talk about it. Yeah. Kind of like what so, I yeah. did. So, 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 so yours was perfect <laughs> because not only did you do that, you got us talking. That was great. That was a great pick. I don't know how it could not get someone talking. I was talking to Blocker the other night and I was like, dude, I have a scene and I can't wait to show it just because I was like, I don't know how could yeah. anything could top this. Like it's Yeah, he's like, I have the winner. I was like, what? Come on. Yeah. My big thing is like, how has this not been brought up in any sort of, can- or especially in our cancel culture type of reality that we live in, that this hasn't been brought up because it's a, it's a classic movie that you hear the name. M- most people have heard of Bad News Berries, regardless if they know the movie or what it's about, but they know, like, people use that, like, oh, it's Bad News Berries over there. Like, you know, it's just a ragtag bunch of. You're right. That, that movie has created a new term in our language in our- and just for the fact that it just being so glanced over i'm just like oh. and like i said i usually I mean, for how old it is i've never like rented a vhs back in the day to watch it and a dvd to watch do you know it to how watch they edited it. that scene on tv like do you know if they even included that i don't i, I was I, I, I didn't do 
much. I didn't do much research after mm-hmm. I saw that. I said, that'd be wow, interesting to find this out. Is, yeah. I mean, I could do a little bit more legwork on it, but I didn't think I need to because, <laughs> it, you know, I, mean, I need to win. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm intrigued <laughs> for myself now to figure All it right, out. Let's get back to yeah, it. Well, it, not, but not only that, but with the new okay. one, how they, when so I think Skip brought up the new or Logan brought up the new topic of the new one, how they, introduce yeah, if that they, if they that. had because that, that that like scene from the old movie is like the scene that you remember from that movie yeah it's pretty crazy the fact that you know that was a thing what i was going to say from as logan said let's get back to sandlot was when he went to when squints made his move on winnie peppercorn by faking drag, right and she rescues him and then gives him cpr and then he forcefully like grabs her head oh, yeah. to keep making out with her forces himself on her now so again it's meant to be kind of like funny or whatever like you know and she's like you little pervert and when and everyone laughs but what gets me is the voiceover next is he goes what squids did that day was rotten sneaky low and cool (laughs) (laughs) like like what and that was cool to do that like to like make a move on the lifeguard The, the move you made was a forceful one and then the message that's given out is that at the end of the movie, he marries her and they like have eight kids. And so well, it's like, hey, even after boys, the, after what? the incident, she, yeah, she, she waves like, at him. Cool right. Yeah. She's <laughs> yes. digging it. She's like, oh, that's something. I bad. mean, shoot your yeah, shot. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's that was the mentality of that, that scene was shoot your shot, kid. You don't know through what you can get. Right. And so, like, the <laughs> message is being, yeah, that's a bad, that's a bad mm-hmm. message. Yeah, drowning. No, like if you if you if you I mean, sexually harass hard. a woman, she'll fall in love with you, and you get to marry her. That's what it's saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's the yeah. That to me, I was like, man, that's not like I was watching that with my son, and like I'm laughing at it because I remember watching it like, oh man, what a crazy thing. I'm like, man, but you know what? I'm also watching this with my daughter, and I'm like, but you, I don't know, one tries to do this to her. But you okay? So you also watch this. Like this is a, a movie I remember watching it when I was their same age, like watching it when I was from the eight to twelve year old range and seeing that. And you just live in that little time gap, and you're like, he made a move on the lifeguard. It was ballsy. It was cool. It was cool at. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not awesome. honestly. You're saying that you know it's a little rapey for her for her him to hold it i still can't get over my mindset as a 12 year old boy thinking yeah, that that was cool point. like it's hard for me <laughs> yeah so, and, and me like obviously obviously i'm not gonna be like okay son go ahead and go fake watch this sandlot i got i got the way you can get this girl's heart you're gonna have to go fake a drowning first of all second of all <laughs> when she saves your life you got to just press down her i think it's, i it's, think th- i mean I think if you're now, into that too enjoy that too. that it's cool that's the problem. That is the problem. Uh, and, right. But you can't get that. My, my thing is I'm thinking of as my 12 year old boy, like it was cool as a 12 year old boy. And when, every time I watch that movie, it brings movies back, but I'm thinking to myself, movies do put you back into a space where you were when you first watched them and they hit you the most, especially movies that you felt really strongly and you watched your entire life. And I feel like this specific movie, this specific scene Every time I watch it, it brings me back to being a 12-year-old boy, seeing this scene and feeling those same emotions I've watched it for the first time. And that's going to be with any sort of horror movie you watch, Skiff, or any other movie you guys watch, where you have a specific 
emotion to a scene. And I, and for me to say like, Oh, now I have to change. Like, like I said, I don't, like, I don't think it's kosher, I guess right now, but I don't think that me having like that, that emotion, why should I have to change that emotion that yeah, I had at that time? Cause it's a memory. I, and I don't think you need to change it. And I'll, I'll give another angle to this idea because this is the angle from a, like a teacher. Parents tend to overanalyze things for their kids in the worst way. Um, Cause I, my school has like with the pandemic going on everything, my school has been back in session elementary. We have been in class every single day and we've been wearing masks and it's fine. And parents have pulled their kids saying, my kid's not wearing a mask. It's bad for their health. We're not doing this. And all the kids are like, we don't care. Like my kids don't care about wearing a mask. They, they, their mindset is I'd rather be in school mm-hmm. with a mask than at home without a mask. I want to be with friends and like, they, they don't care at all. And overall parents tend to like make a bigger project. problem for their they kids. Project. They project, right. They project. And so I, I see what Zoe's saying. Like, yeah, I never once thought when I saw that, like, okay, so if I want a girl, I just got to no means yes. And I got to force my way in there. That's good. I had that never came. I just thought that's a funny thing to do. Like, boy, he almost, he, he could have died. What a, what a crazy thing that squints did. Like definitely as a 12 year old, I thought that, but as an adult, I look at that with a different lens of like, man, you can't do that. Especially with the message being, you know, if you want a girl enough or a spouse enough or whatever, you just got to keep going after it. And eventually you'll get your way. I look at that as that's what I take away as an adult where Zoe's right. As a kid, you're just like, that's a funny bit, huh? You know, don't think about it any other way than that at that time, you know, and that's kind of what my point is like, so you, but it's still, it's hard, still it's hard still, to take, because I mean, obviously that's the point of this episode is the fact that we're going to talk about things that are not okay. Um, but also there's going to be things that are in our kids shows, their Pixar movies or whatever they're watching right now that we're not really thinking too much about. And then in 10 years and be like, do you, like, how do you let, like, how did this slide by? Like, that's a good point too. Censoring and stuff like that, because I'm sure there's plenty of things that are not going to be PC in another 10 years when our kids are old enough to, to look back and be like, Holy that, cow. Like, I'm what was that? that? Like, it's, what are it's, we doing now? Like, what is okay now? We're in 10 years. Like, what, how do we well, let that I, happen? I think, I think the stuff right was. now gets cut out like ASAP, you know what I mean? Like as soon as something bad happens, like it's immediately like a problem. But the other thing, not, not necessarily, because there are going to be things that are going to be problematic in 10 years that we didn't even know or didn't yeah, feel yeah, that yeah. was an issue now. Like and so there's always going to be another problematic thing. And then they're like, dude, did you just see how they did I, not X, Y, and Z? That, that, that was, I would say, you used to walk your dog on a leash. Like that is so inhumane. Like you, you were in control of that animal, yeah. you know, like you made it go wherever you wanted to. I still walk my dog. That's just like, obviously. I was like, do you not walk your dog <laughs> on the leash? Like 40 <laughs> years from now, people would be like, animal rights, like that's not okay. And he was like, that's, everyone walked their dog on a leash. Like that's just the way it was. That's just a, an example that I have always used. Well, yeah. I can't wait to like, see what they are, um, what those things are. Yeah. Yes, I can't wait to it, see. Yeah, what are we doing now that's going to be considered just yeah. ruthless? I would say Bacher, like the Sandlot, <laughs> and, and Blank Check, I remember too, definitely growing up, like that lasted an impression on me. But Sandlot was like crazy. Like growing up, like all of our friends, we were like, we mimicked that movie like crazy. Like that was like the, the, mm-hmm. where it was at, you know? So like, Full, that, well, this yeah, things like Bernie Peppercorn, like you're saying, like that's not, I don't look back and go, oh, that's not okay. Like that, I just look back like that. That's just like, 
what happened in that story you know like you don't know you're not aware of the impression that it makes on you we were that age where we were impressionable and that's happened and you're not aware of it so it's like of course you watch it differently yeah but, any one of us has anyone ever tried to kiss a woman too long when hold her head down was like, like i mean i'm still that's ter- i'm still terrified of all in, in, women so <laughs> <laughs> well, they're scary you don't, you don't know my friend ty mcnew do you anyway so he, he ended up marrying like this girl that was a couple of years older than us who was a lifeguard at the like local pool and he, she's like way out of his league and we always joke like he's he ended up with wendy pepper yeah, <laughs> he's a squint he's a squint. and i never said that with like thinking back like oh what a jerk that kid was you know like you just yeah <laughs> <laughs> what goes back to what i was saying about projecting how much do we yeah. think our kids are understanding to what they're actually understanding? Because I didn't understand that line until I watched it as a, when I rewatched the movie with my son for the first time. I'm like, Squints was what? So if if Harrison said that Knox was perv in a dish, is that line not allowed? No, I think it'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's I just different. That's, it's that's just, yeah. pretty funny if you said that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like actually, freaking Knox is over here perv in a dish right now. Like Knox, stop being a freaking perv. <laughs> stop perving that stop I guess it's referring the- to <laughs> referring to women as dishes like look at that well they well, isn't that what yeah. they refer like they refer to themselves as snacks now and like treats or whatever <laughs> I, I don't I don't know <laughs> what they call themselves I've never heard that a snack oh man hey Logan you Logan you're a snack, snack. <laughs> oh god Logan you look at that hair look at that. I think you guys you just did nice. yourselves because I don't think they do that anymore <laughs> All right, let's keep that. I don't think a snack, snack, a snack? popping anymore, guys. I think they, they. Yes, it is. We live in LA, oh, dude. We live in Colorado, <laughs> in Wisconsin. Walkers, the... There's, yeah, there's no like three years behind. Yeah. There's no vibing out here. Walker's okay. connected to the younger generation, so I'll take his word. Yeah, I'll take his word too. Well, so it helps uh, bartending because uh, we have a bunch of sixteen to eighteen year old hosts from the high school, and so I just kind of listen to whatever they're saying. Like, and a you, snack you is, still, is still teenagers a talking. Next, still weirdo. Thing. Now you're now you're involved in this. Yeah, haven't you seen Blank Check? Dude, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. They're 17. All right, who's next? <laughs> yeah, six years later. Six later, yeah, six years later, 17. So, uh, have you guys seen Wonder Woman 1984? Yeah, absolute trash. But yeah. Logan, continue on. <laughs> so my big issue is Barker just to set it up. So have, you haven't seen the first one either, then I assume. I haven't, but I know. Here's what I know is that I know the first one was really well That's received. The first one. Yeah. And then this yeah. one was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and with this so one, everyone was like, what are you long doing? Long story short, her so love th- interest in the first one dies. And then in the second one, kind of opens oh. with him. She's still missing him. It's like, mm. who knows how, I guess, like. Dec- like uh, centuries, right? Like, yeah. Not a Try not a century. You, you have to say, you have to say spoiler alert if yeah. anyone wants to podcast yes, out. This is Hopefully at this point. Spoiler alerts for Wonder Woman are happening right now. Her boyfriend's name is Steve Trevor. He died. He sacrificed himself, which is kind of bullshit. I'll touch on that just briefly. Is she? He does the exact same thing that <laughs> Captain America does. Like takes his bomb plane mm-hmm. down by himself, sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. Which is a total ripoff of Marvel. That's Anyways, why I don't like DC. So in her movie, she's missing him this whole time, and there happens to be this like magical stone that she can touch and make a wish. So the first thing she wishes for is she misses her boyfriend. She wants him back. The stone is all capable, so like we have no idea what this stone does. But in in the movie, it's like doing everything that anyone touches it. Like magically, things appear out of nowhere. For some reason they decided mm-hmm. to have her boyfriend come back 
in this other guy's body as a different person so there's like some strange guy out there that just got a his like i don't they don't tell you what his consciousness does or anything just all of a sudden steve trevor her boyfriend from 80 years ago just takes over this guy's body and he's inside him but the, yeah, so not, how they show it in the movie right. is Diana yeah. me, Diana meets she, some random dude at a party. The that random guy looks vaguely like Steve. Vaguely. Looks totally vaguely. Not, not uh, he's got dark hair. Not yeah. They have, like, I don't think line. so at all. So he, he says the line that only he would that her boyfriend would know, her dead boyfriend would know, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she realizes that, and then all of a sudden, like, the, screen, like the rest of the movie, over. you see him. Yeah, it's and it shows him, him the that, whole time. Is it? Is it like in Big when he goes, the space goes down, down, baby, down, down the roller coaster? <laughs> yeah, yeah. very similar. And he's like, Jimmy, 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 Robin. I'm at a girlfriend, a Trisket. She's a Trisket. How do you remember Let him get it out. Continue. Anyways, he very says the line only she knows that he would say, Ice cream soda, vanilla. I said it. I'm gonna. I stole my mama's credit. I'm cool. I'm hot. Suck me. I'm a few more times. The fact of the matter is, this guy absorbs some stranger's body, and then he goes on all these missions, like getting shot at. They don't ever like say what happened to that guy's consciousness, or if he has a life, or like. Yeah. So I think that of all the villainish, the villainish shit in this movie, that is the most evil shit ever. Di- yeah. like Wonder Woman, Diana, and Steve don't give a shit about. They don't even question where this yeah. guy went, where his consciousness. They don't even care. It's not even a thought. And she eventually <laughs> no. has to give up her powers. She doesn't give up her powers sure. because she's like, "Oh, and there's this guy she, that this we guy. stole his body." Yeah. She doesn't care about that. She, no, she gives it up for some other bullshit reason. That was even weirder. Like the, they brought him back, and in, when when he's possessed, they even say like, "Well, what about this guy? Like, why don't you be with this guy? He could probably make you happy." And then at the end of the movie, it's like that guy without her boyfriend inside of him does yeah. show up and they have like a moment. And you're like, is this supposed to be like sweet? Because she's already had sex with that guy. You know? So confusing. <laughs> but it's like so <laughs> evil. Like, like, like they literally just didn't care about it. It wasn't even like a second thought with but, these people. Like what happened here, to him? Here's what really bugs me. But my big thing, he has all power. Just yeah, make him come back and no one will know that he was dead. To do yeah, that. They could have easily just not had that be the case. They could have just brought like, him but, back. Yeah, but that. the fact that it could go through so many people, like when, every time I see the end of a movie, like all the credits that are showing up, like yeah. wow, look at all these people that are involved. Like everyone was okay with You didn't even need Like no, obviously like it kind of- I couldn't watch the movie because stuff, I kept but, thinking about that part. Like it just yeah, destroyed the movie. When he, just when he's getting shot at, when they're like, chasing down like they go around the world chasing this evil guy and i'm like this guy did not sign up (laughs) my six-year-old daughter is like who is that why what's going on is that the same person why did why isn't he just him and i'm like i don't i get what you're saying i'm confused like you so i can't terrible things about that movie i could talk about it for hours but that one thing though just ruined you guys if you guys want to hear my last topic it's just going to just tell you yeah. Not my topic, but my one is going to be the movie The Toy. <laughs> yeah, with uh, if Richard you guys Pryor or something like that. Oh, no, no. Yeah, Richard Pryor. Yep. Yep, it's Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is, if anyone doesn't know, he's a very famous black comedian actor um, back in the 70s. Um, the premise of the movie is he was a a journalist who got laid off and needed a job. So he was working 
as a janitor in a toy store of a, and the toy store was owned by this millionaire. His millionaire son is a little prick. And he told his son, you can buy any, you can have any toy in, in the toy store. He comes in while Richard Pryor is cleaning and Richard Pryor gets into like this big old inflatable wheel. And he's like, the wheel pops and it looks like he's, that's a shit show of a situation at that point. And he says, I want that. And they said, okay, you want that inflatable toy? He's like, no, I want what? him. So he's trying I've to, never seen this. yes, <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so he is, he, he is asking his dad to buy Richard Pryor, a black man as his toy. It's called the toy. How did this ever even get off the ground? Wow. It's a very, it's Wait, a very, uh, they, they basically buy, buy Richard Pryor. Also, they purchase him. And then how they, how they tip this over is that they make it like Richard Pryor becomes super good friends with this little boy. And he's like, I don't need your money. Like whatever. I don't know if he says I don't need your money. But I'm sure he took money, but he's like, I really care about your boy. Cause you're not spending time with him. Like it, it, it tries to be like a heartfelt, like, Hey, anyone can be friends at any point, but he starts off with buying him. So that's my point. That's terrible. Wow. That's not allowed. The, what, so know, he's that's a, and that's my that's, that's my also my mic drop. Great I'm pick, man. That's a, that's a terrible, terrible premise for a terrible. Would terrible. that would that movie be different if it was like? I yeah, I, I think so. Oh. I think it could be different. Any if other it wasn't if, you, if, if it, it was a white guy? I think it'd be different. Yeah, I think it would be different. I, yeah. You can't buy people in general. You really should not be able to buy a person. Yeah. Um, regardless of the race. So I'll be really frank. I came into this really thinking that no matter what Zoe was say that he was going to lose. Yeah. So, so bravo. So won. I think Zoe won. Then applause sound effect right here. Where the points don't matter. <laughs> right. Lorenzo, you uh, won. Do you have anything that you want to say because of your victory? Fuck Bacher. Wow, that was aggressive. All right. Uh, between Logan and Skiff, I have a hard time who lost because I liked both things. But Logan, no. Skiff, no. <laughs> Logan, uh, so hard. I like Skiff's argument. It just took 30 minutes to explain. Logan thought about it a little bit differently. Ah, man. Logan, you're the loser of this round. Oh, what did you want to I should have been the loser. You picked a bad choice, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Logan, what do you want to say about that? Maybe I'll come better prepared. <laughs> hey, now you know. Under preparedness with a mic drop is all you need. Now we know mm-hmm. this is the most inappropriate. Yeah, so, correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, moving on to the lightning round. It's hard to oh, <laughs> go back to this fucking thing. Uh, the gin is talking now. All right, I have questions that our friends are going to answer as quick as they can. Yeah. All right, ready? Yeah. Here we go. If the Wheel of Death was made for a 34-year-old adult, what would be the first thing that you would put on it for someone to spin on? Three, two, one Logan, what would what did you put? I said pay the rent mortgage. Okay, Skiff. It, uh, change a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you put? Oh! Change a diaper. All right, here's the next question. Here you go. Ready? Mm-hmm. 
Your favorite wrestling finish move from your childhood? Skip was very quick with his answer. All right, Skip, you're up. Go. That's what I would have said. Logan? I didn't watch wrestling at all. Nerd. What a nerd. That was the people's elbow. Oh, okay. That's like a people's elbow's good. That's still good. Move? Yeah, that's a finisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ish. Uh, Tombstoner. Tombstone? That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oof. You're a Triple H? You're a Triple H? That's Undertaker. Mm-hmm. You're a Triple H? Undertaker. What a Triple pedigree, H? Oh, yeah, pedigree. Yeah. He had the pedigree. What's yours, Bach? DDT? I like uh, no. The DDT? The DDT? Yeah. Diamond no, Dallas the, Page? No, no, the Diamond Cutter was, was Diamond Dallas Page. The DDT was Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh. Uh, no, I love the Stone Cold Stunner. And I also really liked, I don't know who it was. But he had the worm. Oh, who was that? And then he like <laughs> uh, was that her? You know was, what I'm talking uh, about? Okay, no. Like Motown. You know you, you yeah, know I know the movie you're talking about. about. That inspired me to to who, learn how to do the worm. That love Scotty Too Hotty. That's who it was. Oops, but then Scotty Too Hotty. Okay, shut up. Here we go. This next question. So shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what did this this host is kind of a dick, right? All right. The next question is. Brought to you from my daughter, Layla. Ready? Here you go. Penguins or camels? Penguins. Go. Penguins. Camel. Why camel, Logan? They're just a way more capable animal. Capable of what? Of having to, being, like, being in the hot around. or being in the cold? Because <laughs> penguins are cap- more capable of being in the cold. Probably. You can ride a, you you can can ride a, camel, a camel, but I can pet. <laughs> but I can aren't, aren't play with a penguin. Like He'd be my buddy. Something like spit in your face. Oh, oh they'll spit. Because yeah. penguins are so nice. They're fucking them. <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. I could catch my penguin before you catch a camel. I didn't know that. Was so penguin. say peng- <laughs> penguin. 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 Side. How about that penguin? Okay. All right, penguin. The best tasting beer you've ever had. You guys have probably never had it, and it's gonna, it's gonna be in conjunction with my second answer. Stone Cold has his own beer, and it's the Stone Cold IPA, the Broken oh, Skull IPA. Yes, if you can love find it. that beer, it is so good. I hate IPAs, but I love it. Okay, it's uh, called the More? Broken Skull IPA. It's made right. by El Segundo Brewery. All right, Zoe, you're up. Um, so mine is going with semi-memory, but the very first thing that, like, when I first tasted this beer, I was like, "Holy shit, this is the best beer I've ever had." It's a Smithix or Smithwicks, yeah, uh, and, and it, it's based off of seriously like the time I had it at that time. I've never had anything like it, and I'm like, this thing is amazing. And every time I have it, I'm like, this is really good. I just don't drink it very much because it's a, it's like an Irish, like kind of Guinness type beer. Um, so that that is mine, and it's also mostly based off of, like the first time I ever had it. It was the one thing that was like I can stand out. I have a memory of it saying like this is so good at that time in my life. Okay, Logan. Okay, so I had an answer, and then Bacher just or so made me change it because in the moment, the best beer I've ever had, I think, was with you, Bacher. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Drinking your first beer? I don't know. <laughs> no. What were we drinking? Uh, Cobras. We were drinking King Cobra Forties, and then yeah, because we were broke or like they're like a dollar or something, and then on the way to the party, we we chugged like two forties, oh. and we show up, and then we had Bud Light. Bud Light. And like a keg, and it was like the most. It was it was in a bottle. I don't remember that. I just that, remember that, it was a like a cold bottle. It, it was like it. You. 
It tasted so good. Yeah, because you just I'm chugged two fucking the shitty Cobra. Yeah. It's like the worst shit possible. <laughs> we both were drinking this beer. We both looked at each other and didn't want to say it, but we both knew. I'm like, it's the best beer, and you finished my set. It's the best beer. <laughs> when you set the bar that low. Yeah. The best field trip you took as a kid. I don't even know if this would be the best. My first memory of a field trip, I got left behind at a petting zoo. <laughs> and I remember oh, oh, hey. we Kevin were on, McAllister. Like, the buddy system. And my buddy was my good friend, Travis Metzer. And I remember so vividly him sitting and like waving out of the window as the bus drove away. <laughs> and my parents, my parents came back and got me. <laughs> You're lucky that they no, came like back they and got you. It's like a TV show, dude. I would love back. to see that. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm just picturing somebody waving. <laughs> oh my god. So, well, that's also allowed these days. If your school called your parents, like, hey, yeah. we left your kid at and the we're not gonna at the bar. Yeah. You gotta go pick we're him. Not going back. You gotta. Go <laughs> so <get> you. <laughs> like, so oh, just chilling by yourself for a while or what? And I remember loving it. It was so much fun. I was like, I get to stay here longer. Yeah, like, I'm with you just get to go home then? Like, you just went home? He's Logan's, Logan's, Logan's flipping off his friends. He's like, Fuck It was you. not intentional. I literally was just like hanging out with like the llamas or something and they left. Dude, that's incredible. All right, Zoe, you're up. Planet- uh, the planetarium. That's, that's mine too. That's your favorite? Oh, oh, the planetarium. It is so sweet. You, I remember going in there and then they just turn off the lights and you just see the universe yeah. and you're like holy Did you go shit by the one by that was my favorite yeah yeah that's I the know. one that's the one we went to yeah it was <laughs> so sick it was to me to, to this day if i could ever replicate that to my kids like in my house or like that like it blows your mind i tr- we do it when we go camping but for them to stay up late enough where it, it's just like in wyoming if if you if the kids stay up to like midnight it looks like the planetarium, and it is so sweet. I think you were. Do you stay up that day? Like when we we're out there, I don't think you did, fucker. You just sit uh, at the beach and look at the sky. But it is. It, it looks I like a planetarium. It's so it's insane. But like, I, I think they. I I think they're like on the verge of like closing. I, I don't remember. I know so. that there was some things. Why? I'm not it, it's, it's, not cool. it's it's like well, that place is like. No, I'm saying like that's <laughs> a tiny little operation. Yeah. All right, we're on number we hear seven. When I was in sixth grade, we got to go to the uh, nature museum. Oh, that's cool. But we got to stay the night. What? The nature museum. Yeah, we had like a sleepover with Wait, a I bunch of I other schools. There. I remember that. It's possible you were there. Yeah, we're in the same Weird. grade. Never heard I that before. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, we stayed. Yeah, but my funny story like from it is that, like, and stuff, I mean. yeah, we like spread out all, all like, we all were in like yeah. sleeping bags. The funny thing about <laughs> going to this is that I remember a friend of mine, Tommy, was dating this girl, Katie, quote unquote, dating, right? And you know, we're 12 years old, sixth graders. They hold hands when they went to sleep. Well, we talked like, "What are you? Uh, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna kiss or make out or whatever?" Like, obviously, they didn't do anything. But like, the, the like, oh, we're gonna. That was the top. The, ant- what, the anticipation top- of what was gonna happen was a yeah. was I a big. Gonna do. And they. Nothing, and we joked about it the next day. Like, so Tommy, what did you do with Kenny? He goes like, nothing. We fucking all <laughs> slept in our sleeping bags. 
What song have you listened to the most in your life? I have two, but what do I want to say? What do I want to say? What do I... I'm going to go, and now I'm going to say one because it's not my is favorite song, but the one I've listened to the most, and you guys are going to laugh at me. <clears throat> it is, uh, it's a Lana Del Rey song because I love Lana Del Rey. Um, it's called Cherry. I love that song. It's like a short song, so I listen to it on repeat all the time <laughs> by myself. <laughs> I, I think my brain went too literal because I put X Men. Oh my god! Because Bless it just you. plays at the beginning of every episode. I've seen them all, and then it's my ringtone, so I hear it every day. There's somebody in this in my household mm. that despises that song, and it makes me really mad. What? Mm. It's not me. <laughs> Is it you I, or Sierra? <laughs> I'm trying to get Knox into X Men. And he was Wolf. He played Wolverine today as his play character while they were doing superheroes. And I was like, "That's awesome! I'm getting, yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there." Because Wolverine. Well, I mean, obviously, Wolverine was my grew up character that I love. Logan. Because I I watched X Men with his own. <laughs> yes. Uh, what song have you listened to the most in your life? <laughs> Gary Allen's. Oh, I uh, can't remember the name of the song. Cool, right? Is that what it's called? My white t-shirt got barbecue on it. <laughs> my tractor is. My, oh, oh, man, that's Tim McGraw. And then that's, <laughs> you just put Kenny Chesney back in there. <laughs> Time's up. Pick. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, you, I, 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 I kind of throw it off. With Logan, Logan, there, right? Logan is bringing some outside of the box. Things that's a good, whatever. I like it. <laughs> But like my, my Gary Allen, all... I listened to like the Gary Allen album like every day for like three years. So it's like okay, so Gary Allen. I it didn't couldn't, it's hard yeah, for me to pick. But if you had to, whatever. <laughs> airplanes, it is. Uh, airplanes. Locked I listen in, to a lot. In. What about you, Bach? Uh, uh, probably Tenacious so. D tribute. It's a good one. Tribute. That's a long. I can song, I can right? visually yeah, I can visually see you singing that song. No, it's not. Yeah. B. <laughs> no, I can visually no, see it. Yeah, literally so. What's the worst physical pain you've ever felt in your life? Zoe, you're up first. Go. Uh, rolling my ankle against uh, Inglewood in my last game of my junior season. So okay. I, I had hit. <laughs> no, like... no, we, well, we, didn't, we get it. We don't need to start. Right, mine it. is kind of a long story. Okay. I'll try to get Let's to the go. basics. <clears throat> I was working at Best Buy in customer service. This guy comes in. This guy comes Tackled in and turns uh, AC unit, the one that you like slide in your window. You like open the window and put it in. You know? Okay. Yeah, we Anyways, get it, Blake. Check. We got it. Super cute, and it's working next to me. And she, he returns it to her, and then she's like, "It's too heavy. Can you pick it up and put it on the cart?" So I walk over there. I'm like, "Oh yeah, like no problem. Whatever you need." And I pick it up, and like while <laughs> I'm holding it in the air, it feels like slimy, like gooey. I'm like, "What is all over this thing?" And I look at my fingers. And I picked it up by all the like razor oh, my God. metal blades. And I had like 5 million paper cuts oh. on each finger. And it just started pouring out blood. And I like almost died. I was so scared. Oh my God. <laughs> like, that's it hurt so, so bad. bad. And like I couldn't touch anything for like three weeks after that. Like I just Yeah, what did it feel like after over. like did oh, you, could you feel like I, I walked each like individual like we cut when yeah. you touch something? <laughs> like what did it feel like? Yeah. I couldn't touch oh. anything. Do you have band-aids on all your fingers for the next week? And I just walk around like this, like just oh. in pain the whole time, <laughs> like agony. Um, 
you know me, I stay inside all the time. I'm pretty much never see the outside, but sometimes we like to go to the beach and I still think that, uh, you know, I'm half Mexican. I still have a little bit of that blood in me and I can just hang out in the sun, no sunscreen. That's wrong. It's very, very wrong. <laughs> like after years and years and years of not going outside, we go to the beach and I lay outside, no sunscreen. And, you know, my, I, like I get home and my skin's just getting redder and redder and redder and it won't stop. And then eventually it turns into this ferocious burning and I turn into this completely no, thank God I didn't get blistered, but Did I was blistered? very, very close. And oh. like, like I was like, I was like shivering. It hurt so bad. And then it was like, it, the the worst part about it was it itched. When like after a few days, it starts to itch and there's no, there was nothing I could do about it. And like, I was just like, <laughs> Sierra hated, hated me for it. Like it, nothing worked. Hello, I would have be like, Hello, she would like throw me in the Vera. bath to just like, like, like moisturize myself. But it was like, I was just like crying, like whining the whole time, like just being such like a baby about it. I just I couldn't handle it. Like I still think about that. Hasn't been outside since. Have never. I bought an umbrella, <laughs> so I never have to have the sun directly on me when we go to the beach. He's yeah. turning into the oh, vampire. Oh, oh, let me get my vampire light. Yes. Down. There we go. Diablo on my computer. Um, like I turn everything red so Sierra knows that I'm gaming and to not talk about me <laughs> or not talk to me. Like I'm in the zone. Uh, my pain is um, being bothered. No, I was, I was, <laughs> I was specific that said physical pain. By the way, oh, is it the firecracker? Because I knew that this would come. I knew that some fucking stupid shit would be made fun of me, so I said physical pain. And and no, the physical pain is weird. Is that like I had my nose bitten when I was a kid by oh, a dog. Okay. And I had to get stitches, and then when they, well, I've been trying to figure it out. <laughs> the funny thing is, is, like they did it wrong. I had too much cartilage on one side, so I had to go and recut me open. And then, like that was the worst. Like giving me the like the numbing pain so that I wouldn't feel the pain was like the worst. <laughs> pain ever that that sucks zo doesn't care so it's like out so it's like nah this story is boring out <laughs> hey zo yeah for <laughs> i was tired of listening to you bitch Belly okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so this goes on the theme of there's the whole idea of like fuck one marry one kill one but so we're gonna, gonna do a fuck marry that kill, theme but the idea the podcast, is right buy one <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's good. No, we're gonna do a kill, We're gonna. <laughs> oh, I'm. Which one, I'm trying to figure out which Mary, one. Which, Mary, which Mary one Zoe Zoe and, and yeah, who like, the wife that's, up? That's the answer. <laughs> I, and I think I'm. I think I'm gonna fuck <laughs> Logan and Mary's gift. So looks like you're odd man out, guy. Yeah, who, who I know. Logan? I can. I you lose by default. Look, look, Logan picks you up. I think you're kind of on that out, man. There's some one night stand. Damn. What's going on in here? That's the best. That, that's the best. <laughs> you look, I mean, you, you want to be you, the. You, you want to be the. I mean, it's I mean, nice to be. Just one. have fun. No. <laughs> Buy one. Here we go. One. Here's the question. Buy one, rent one, throw one out. Ready? Buy one, rent one, throw one out. Okay. Mario Kart, Super Smash Brothers, Goldeneye. So I said, Logan, you're up first. Go. Rent Mario Kart, throw out Smash Brothers. 
Buy Smash. <laughs> Stupid. Next, Red, Skiff, Red go. Red Mario, throw Goldeneye. Yep. What? Yep. My man. Okay. Lo- I'm uh, with, Lorenzo, go. I'm with, I'm with Logan. I'm going to be buying Golden. I'm going to be renting okay. so we need Mario to break Kart, this down and I'm going to be getting out with Smash. This requires more discussion. Um, the reason why I well, decided to pick a Super This is a good one, right? Is because... Same with Skiffs. But that's well, I mean it's said only fun with the GameCube. Like I was, I'm imagining Super no. Smash Brothers for the GameCube. Is it? I was thinking 64. Okay, you know what? You're 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 right. You're I'm see, it, and I feel like this is all. But I, I, there's let's go a GameCube a GameCube with yeah. Smash Brothers is probably the funnest game that you, they you have. You can play Smash Brothers but by most part, yourself and still. If I'm gonna time. go with you, can't play Mario Kart by yourself and have a good time. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with. I mean, Goldeneye is by far the best of those. No, games. well, no, it's actually the worst. I think so too. Play it today. It's no, it's terrible. not. You well, can play. Not. You can play. You can play Smash Brothers in Mario Kart today, and it's fun. I mean, Goldeneye it, is it, really difficult to play now. All right. What is your favorite quote? Uh, walk quietly and carry a big stick. Good one, Skip. You're up. I don't have one. What awesome quote, Dude, Logan? You're up. This is. I'm trying to think of what I say. You can't, you can't ask. That's a favorite. deep. That's a deep, thoughtful <laughs> yeah. question yeah. to go on record with. I don't know. The only thing that was going on in my head. The only thing that was going on. I'm in my impressed. Was, Why don't you just know, know your quote? What am I? I know you are. But what am I? And I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I couldn't get it out of my head. First off, that's not a bad. I didn't want it to be that. <laughs> Everyone will. That's it. With that quote. <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Oh, um, I'm just thinking Logan, what got I've one? been saying a lot lately, and I think it's that's the fastest kid alive. Like uh, every time something happens from super, super bad. bad, and he's like running away, he's like, "Ah, oh, the fastest." Super like, bad. Every time I'm like, kid alive. I throw the ball to Carmen, he runs by. I'm like, oh, "That's the fastest kid alive." So you're thinking? Were you oh, thinking, yeah, thinking movie quote? quote? I was just I was saying like quote in general. What do I quote the most. No, just like because like for me, my favorite quote is like well, that's whether you think you can or you can't write anything like that. Like I can't think of that stuff off, off the top of my head. What we know, we're we're seeing your room right now. Oh, oh wait, I need to change the light. That's the problem. Hold on. <laughs> what? There we go. Yeah, you're Dracula right now. Get, we need to get more back into <laughs> Super Saiyan. Come on now. All right, all right. Last question for the lightning round. Ready? Here we go. What's your favorite word to say, but also your favorite word to make you sound smart? Like there's two, two things. And I'll go first to set the table. I love saying the word Kentucky. I think it's a fun word to say, Kentucky. But my favorite word to make me sound smart is the word Philistine. Uh, Philistine, like, oh, that person's really Philistine-minded. It's like a very, they don't think, they can't absorb new information. They're very narrow-minded. So I'll set the table there, all right? My one I like to say the most is Go, sheesh. Logan, go. Oh, sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Okay. And the one that, I don't know. That makes full fun. I would say facetious. That's like a good word. Facetious Lorenzo, your, how's your Alameda background going now? Oh, the things I like to say the most is it got to be a, a, yeah. just one word. Hmm. I don't have, I don't have a favorite word I like to say. I'm sorry. The one that the the one bah, that's definitely not. It's usually shut up. Bah. That's why I was asking if it's going to be a, a sentence or not. Um, I like to oh, say accoutrements yeah, yeah. to make me sound smart. Yep, that's good. My accoutrement, that yeah, that's good. Game. Yeah, and so it, it made me feel really smart when I said it on a, a plane ride with Donald, Liz, and my wife. 
I'm gonna start with my smart one because Skip, my, what's yours? my favorite word is gonna it's gonna be real bad. I like the word obtruse. It's a very cool word to say. Obtruse. Um and with great shame. Yeah, that's good. My favorite word. Can anybody guess? My favorite word. Poop. You just, instead of saying shit. They make poop, it funny. You say poopy or something. Yeah, it's really that's funny. shit. That's poop. It makes me laugh every time. Well, I, I, I say poop a lot too. Now it's very about... juvenile. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bought. I brought no, great no, shame to this. No, podcast. it makes sense. I say poop all the time. All right, that was it. That's uh, five years too late. And now, what do we got to look forward to next time? Uh, Skip is going to be our next host. So Skip, everyone, what I'm are we going to be talking about next? This topic was a little heavy for the first episode. So we're going to go to something a little mm. less challenging. And mm. I can't wait to hear what everyone has to say. So what we're going to do, we're all going to pick our favorite, least favorite, and guilty pleasure comic book movies. Okay? And I want to hear some hot takes, especially for your least favorite. I know I got a few. But I want to, I want to hear it. I can't wait. In guilty pleasure. Okay. Yes. One that you favorite. know is bad, but you still favorite. love. All right, and that is, we're five years too late. If you're too late on something, let this be a reminder to you that you're never too late on it. Should we all say it? Should we all say it? When life brings-